You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Here's Rudy. Left hand drive to the rack. Just takes the defender under the tin and packs it on him. Oh, hi, Rudy. Don't do me like that. Hi, this is Rudy Gobert, and this is your Jazz Game Rewind. Hey there, I'm Andrew Sorensen. Thanks for listening, and this is your Jazz Game Rewind. Well, the Jazz headed over to San Francisco to take on the Warriors, and they come away with an easy victory, 129-96, to making it their 18th win in 20 games. And to be honest, this game was never really close. Although the Warriors did get the first basket of the game, that was their only lead. At the end of the first, the Jazz led by 14. At halftime, they led by 22. At the end of the third, they led by 31, and they will go on to get a 33-point victory. Now, sometimes when teams find themselves up by a huge lead at halftime, you often see the team let up a little bit and let the other team get back into the game. Well, tonight, the Jazz did not do that. Although they were up 22 at halftime, let's listen in to David Locke and Ron Boone to hear just how the Jazz came out of the break and still kept the pressure on the Warriors. 265-43. Clean game, only four turnovers in the first half. Jazz offense has been brilliant, defense has been superb. Here's a tight curl by Lee, tries to lob it up to Collie Stein, but Donovan comes down and helps. And that is exactly the play we walk through and shoot around. Jazz take it the other way, and Donovan Mitchell goes coast to coast for the layup and go up 24. Rod, our shoot around report today, we gave a little bit of a tutorial on things, and that play right there was exactly what we were talking about as the Jazz force another turnover. Here comes Joe Ingles, right side. 67 43, Utah. Ingles high pick and roll bounces to Rudy rotates it out to O'Neal ball fakes a three finds Bogdanovich right corner one dribble settles himself and fires and hits man alive are they good 27 point lead as the Utah Jazz offense just continues to be nearly perfect with dribble penetration looking weak side I mean the the Warriors have actually been half decent defensively, just not very good yeah. offensively. But tonight, they're getting torched. 70 to 46, 24 point lead. Rudy's got deep position on Colley Stein, and Bogdanovich finds him a foul on Colley Stein. Willie Colley Stein has not been off impressive tonight. Nine points, two. Nine minutes, two points, two fouls, three rebounds. He has had almost no impact on the game. Yeah, he picked up two early fouls there in that first um, first quarter. He used to fire up the play, Rudy, in Sacramento as though he had something to try to prove. Donovan steps into a three and hits. 73-46. So if you're wondering if the Jazz might blink, I guess not. D'Angelo Russell at a three a moment ago. Works in the lane. Throws an underhand scoop. No good. Gets his own rebound back up and in. Russell's going to get his points here. Well, he's got 20. 73-48, to 48, Utah. Leading it. Back cut. Joe Ingles. He got it from Rudy Gobert for the layup. 
And Steve Kerr would like them to play some semblance of some defense. And he will call a timeout. 75-48 Utah. 9.56 left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. Now, overall, this was a great team victory. Everyone played pretty well. Um, No one played more than 30 minutes tonight. Rudy Gobert with the team high 30 minutes on the floor. I'm going to go ahead and give him the player of the game. He finished with 22 points, 15 rebounds, and three blocks, going 10 for 13 from the floor. But we all know he makes a much bigger impact on the game than what the stat sheet really shows. And that's why he's probably going to be in Chicago in just a few weeks for the All-Star game in his first appearance. Here's Rudy, left-hand drive to the rack, just takes the defender under the tin and packs it on him. Get out of here. my, Rudy, don't do me like that. A few other things to note. You know, ever since the Jordan Clarkson acquisition about a month ago, the Jazz bench has greatly improved their offensive output. Tonight is no different. Coming off the bench, Clarkson with 10 points, Niang with 11 points, Moutier and Conley both with 8 points. The bench tonight combined for 51 points, which just a month ago, like I said, was not the norm. And it has become the norm and has really helped the the Jazz get into the second seed, which they slid into tonight as... The Clippers blow a 21-point lead to the Hawks, and the Jazz are firmly solely in second seed, and it has a lot to do with the much-improved bench. Now, if you have not gotten enough coverage of this game or any game, you can always head on over to utahjazz.com slash lockedonjazz to listen to David Locke and Ron Boone's postcast, which they record immediately following the game that they just called, and they break down their thoughts and impressions of everything that happened, as well as take questions on Twitter and on Twitch, which you can then ask them questions and voice your own opinions and have a conversation. You don't want to miss that. So the Jazz head home and they have a matinee game this Saturday against the Dallas Mavericks. You do not want to miss seeing Luka Doncic take on your Utah Jazz. That's going to be here at Vivint Smart Home Arena and you can always get your tickets at utahjazz.com. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of your Jazz Game Rewind. I'm Andrew Sorensen. Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you on Saturday afternoon.